Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey everyone, it is The Build Up Show. I'm Paul Machin, Dan Club, and John Machin join me in the studio for this one. Footy is back, the running begins here. And the big question, Dad, are you psychologically... I know you're not physiologically ready. ready for it, but I'm psychologically. Ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a hell of a few weeks, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose, like, this, I mean, this is it, isn't it? There's no, there's no prior experience to call upon this. I, I, I mean, this was 2001, mm. but, like, but the league was never really on the same sort of knife. And I know we were going for top four and we secured that like last game of the season. So it kind of is. Yeah. But not, not to the same degree as this. Whereas, yeah. We're in, we're, I mean, we've been in this world for six weeks prior to this as well, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad the international break kind of came at just about enough time. That Legends game, I felt like it kind of filled my soul up a little bit, you know, a little bit of rest and recuperation, a little bit of sunshine, long gone now, of course. Yeah. Um, I do feel, I feel slightly better prepared than maybe I was going into the international break. Oh yeah, I needed that little break, 100%. I had a sports massage yesterday, so I am feeling physically and <laughs> mentally ready. Um, but no, I mean, just been waiting for this, haven't we, over the break? Like, I hate international breaks. And, but like I say, this one probably did just about come at the right time for the players and us as fans, because I've never seen a month like April before. Uh, looking at it now, I've never seen us have this run of fixtures. Obviously, we're essentially playing the main protagonist for the other trophies as well in terms of City three times. So mental, absolutely mental, but bring it on. Yeah, no, and, and there's, I mean, there's a possibility of there could be a first leg against Bayern Munich, potentially at the back end of the month to add into it all. That, you know, they'll have to be... Re- bring that one on, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. and, and, and that, that's, that's psychologically, I think that's important because I've been saying this for weeks, that last chunk post-January post was a staging area. And this game's a little bit of that too, if I'm being perfectly honest. But we're, ne- we're into a point where even if you're like, oh God, it's a lot, there's just not much football left. There's loads of football left, but actually not much time. You know, It's but- crammed into such yeah. a small yeah. space, isn't it? I mean, and every single game now, you have to win it, otherwise you've, you're out of a competition. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You, you play Watford, you think, oh, well, that's one of the easier games. But if you don't get your three points, that's the league gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. then you play Benfica. 
and then you you know play City, and then you know Benfica against City again. You think, every single one of them games is a must-win. That them the pressure is just phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean we feel it. But you imagine what the players feel? Yeah, I was talking to John Achterberg on Monday. And it like kind of falls on deaf ears when you tell the playing and coaching staff that you, it's quite it's quite exhausting following <laughs> Liverpool and that. Yeah, yeah, it's really tired and just watching it, yeah. <laughs> talking about it. Uh, I can't really imagine what they're like, but I, I get the general impression. Dan, that yeah, look, Liverpool are quite prime for this. I, look, I thought Robbo's talk prior to the break around when you get back, it's foot to the floor. Mm-hmm. Players give them give themselves away sometimes, you know, and that can be in a negative sense. But Liverpool, it tends to be in a really positive sense. That's clearly the messaging. They they're trying to get themselves as right as possible, and they know it's going to hurt. But to the point, the, the muscle memory of needing to win, needing to win, needing to win. Even last season when yeah. we were crap. That final ten games, we needed to we needed to put a run together. So even mm-hmm. at our darkest times, this side has proven itself capable of being able to fight when they need to fight. Yeah, one hundred percent. Jurgen Klopp, since he's been at the club, has done a really good job of getting squads ready and squads weaker than this for sort of crucial times of the season. Yeah. And this certainly is one. And we could all see it coming a number of weeks away. How big this April could be. So if we could see it, could you imagine what the players and the scientists and the people involved could see? So. Yeah, all the noises. We've got Wofford off this way. No, one game at a time. Shut up. Shut up. All the noises coming out have been perfect. Exactly what you want to hear. And yeah. even, obviously, going to touch on it, some of the things that happened prior to international break, you think, okay, that's handy. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we are completely ready to go now. Yeah, um, and I guess probably so is Roy Hodgson. Dad, you know, he's back again. He decided retirement wasn't for him. Well, you look at uh, their results recently. And apart from being tonked at Wolves, I think it was, their away results are really spot on. They're very Hudson-like. Yeah. There are a couple of one-nil wins and a couple, a couple of nil-nil draws. That you know, that's rice out of his playbook, isn't mm-hmm. it? And so that that means that a team you normally put five past suddenly know how to defend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and know that their strength is is using their forwards using the pace of their forwards and using the strength they've got, not by going out and attacking people and getting battered, but by being a bit more circumspect, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's what we can expect, I think. Yeah, going back to, the, you know, post that, that international break at the end of January, so going back to February, nil-nil draw with Burnley, one-nil defeat away at West Ham, uh, a two-nil defeat at home to Brighton, a one-nil win away at Aston Villa, a 4-1 defeat at home to Crystal Palace, nil-nil with Man United, Lost three two away at United as yeah. well. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Lost three two. If you look at those, home. the bad results are all at home because they don't play the same way. The fans don't let them play yeah. that way at home. Yeah. But away from home, they're very very tight now. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's an interesting consideration certainly. And, and, and you, look, Hodgson's Hodgson. I don't think he holds any particularly feelings towards Liverpool maybe harbours some slight negativity probably more to the fans than he does to the football club because he'll probably think it's our fault that he he wasn't in the job Um, but he we were were joking around it the other day of like Roy Hodgson's tactics it's just like you know it's Hodgson you know what he's going to do he's going to he's going to have them four centre halves tied together on a piece of rope and train and all you know all, all week building up and he'll be having his banks of four and five and get you know learning how to be resolute and to me dad's point 
you've got a couple of pacey players there and if you can hit them on the counter, if you can stay in the game yeah. until the final 10 minutes and then he can decide whether he wants to just throw the kitchen sink at it. We've, we've experienced it firsthand. We've seen it happen, you know, on the international stage on the you know, and, and stuff. So we should know what to expect from, from Roy Hudson in this game. Doesn't necessarily count for much because... Teams to part the bus, the teams to part the bus. Mm-hmm. You need to be on your best, and you need sometimes you need a bit of magic and a bit of luck to get through. You know? Yeah, you do. Yeah, and I think the early goal is always key in games like this, isn't it? Because mm. it means the game just has to open up ever so slightly. I don't think Hodgson's ever going to go hell for leather. Well, them Stoke games where like if yeah. he didn't score, but Gerard haven't won this allowed in like the first fifteen minutes, mm. and then you're like, oh well, it's a difficult well, afternoon. Yeah. All I of mean, a sudden. it came when Fulham were on the verge of a UEFA Cup final. He yeah. brought them to Anfield and got a nil-nil draw. Not, oh, look how good we are now. I'm not getting beat here. Right. That's, just that's he the is. way you think. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what it cost him the Palace job, wasn't it, eventually? Yeah. He did a good job at Palace and he kept him in the league, but they wanted something a little bit more. But what he's got now in front of him at Watford and what he's done is exactly what they needed. I think there's a really interesting contrast there between his appointment and Lampard's appointment at Everton and how, you know, because we've, we've been talking, we've been laughing about it, like, Everton should have just got Allardyce, but because they'd had Allardyce previously, they'd burned that bridge already and the fans never would have allowed it. I don't think Watford will stay up, but if they stay up, it will be because Roy Hodgson's going, well, they've got attacking players. I'll just I'll I'll try I'll just try and defend my way into the into the league effectively. And that's the one thing that, that Everton simply don't have. And I, I, I know what they, they can't defend, can they? And he, Lampard doesn't know how to defend. Yes, he's not a tactical genius when it comes to... Him and Hodgson together would oh. be perfect. Mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> They're both dream yeah. team. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, horrible dream team. <laughs> <laughs> Hodgson's no tactical genius and it, it, it is probably beyond his defensive um, attributes. He'll, he'll look at, like everyone does at Liverpool, and think, oh, a long ball over the top, over the top of our right back. Is the way to go, you know. As everyone thinks. Yeah, everyone. Use the, they've got players like Star and people like that who are very fast. Yeah. They'll be used them as best they can. I'm hoping in terms of Liverpool's motivations for this is that they look back to two years ago and mm-hmm. there's, there's enough of the there's enough of the same team we've got there. They might just be a little bit pissed off with that. Hopefully the, the you know the, the, the cops a bit feels a bit the same and that transmits to the rest of the ground of it's I think it being Hodgson sort of helps Dan because mm-hmm. we've seen this. does it the atmosphere across the board at Anfield is miles better than it was a decade ago. Yeah. Like it's mild. Even for the worst games, it's better. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like still when we come up against teams that Liverpool are, in inverted commas, meant to beat, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. We don't seem to be ruthless. We don't treat those games in the same way. Mm-hmm. But you could see like Klopp versus Arteta on the touchline. I was going to mention that. It needs and something, I, doesn't it? it yeah. And it just being Hodgson... I mean, he's not going to go knee slide in front of the in front yeah. of the cop. He'll never get like, up if he no, does no, that. No, no. Yeah, you get no response from Hudson. Yeah, no. you, you could shout in his face, and he'd still no, just be blank, wouldn't yeah. he? But yeah. it, but it he might rub him. his face a bit. That might oh, be yeah, yeah. <laughs> antagonistically rubbing yeah. his face. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. can't rile him or wind him up. No, but I'm, I'm hoping his just his sheer presence on the touchline might just give us a little bit of a spark. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't you don't want him being the one that takes a, no. takes a title away from him. I shouldn't really need it, should you, at this stage? Because as we've said, every single game now is yeah. absolutely vital. No, but so. I think it's from a, I think from a, from the crowd perspective, that early kickoff on the Saturday, if Liverpool come out of the blocks flying and we get the early goals, then mm. I think it sorts itself out. But if we go, 
15, half an hour, 45, and yeah. we've not broken them down. Hmm. You can, the, it, there's a tendency for it to flatten. Yeah, we've all been there when that's been the case as well. Let's yeah. be honest about it. But yeah, yeah the, certain games, and like you say, the lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday, sometimes need that extra motivation. And you're right, it shouldn't do because of what's at stake. But at the same time, from a fan perspective, having someone like Hodgson in the opposition dugout might just be that little bit. But also, if you factor in, I think a lot of people have been talking about really getting behind Salah for what's going on this week. I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah, it yeah. is anyway, yeah. but in particular right now. So if we can sort of centre our energy towards him and therefore the team, I think that's great news. I think that's a really good point on the, on the Salah stuff. And you, you, yeah, you just be having this... Giant outpour of emotion towards mm. him, giving the back, and I felt so, I just felt so sorry for him. You know that again. We've all seen the, the images of the, the laser pens and all that kind of stuff, and being the guy who's it falls upon again. You know the whole hopes of a nation. Well, he didn't. He didn't take a penalty, did he? In the uh, no, he never got wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. In, and uh, this time he took the first one, didn't he? And it's, it's... He's just one of them. Well, we uh, people have seen the imagery actually that the the Salamuros finished now. It's just opposite the King Harry pub. We we were a little bit involved behind the scenes in that. We've got a documentary coming out around that, which Tom has been frantically shooting and editing. He's like a daily progress report on on how it was created. So if you want to know more about that, then it, that'll be streaming on Redman Plus next week. Um, but that that's a big thing actually. It's a, well, that's, well, I say it's a big thing. That's a nice little psychological boost for Mo. You know, he's going to be on the coach. He's going to drive past. He's going to see this this. Great monuments to his to his greatness. Might be on the wrong side of the bus. Though, so he best not be. Anyone told him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh no, no, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. Back up. Um, but I think, yeah, I, look, he's the best player on the planet. But my my biggest worry about Salah Dan was how many knocks can he take? Yeah, and it, hopefully it's what. Hopefully this is. This is, you know, this is one more, yeah, <laughs> one more. You can take this one more, but still carry on. But you know, it, it won't hurt to show him that love, love and support, and particularly with all the contract wranglings and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Hopefully, he reaches a point where he's just like, God, how could I? I read a, re- I I read a report yeah. this morning where they were saying that, I mean, and Klopp has pointed out that he's not someone who mopes. No, all it does is spare him on to be better. Mm. Yeah. And that's why you would hope that he's going to tear them apart. On uh, yeah, Saturday. I thought that first time around when the Afcon disappointment, and if we're being frank, he wasn't particularly on fire when he came back. I think he scored a couple of goals, but they weren't exactly Mo Salah-esque worldies, were they? Yeah. So I do hope that this time around he does come back. And listen, what we've what we've got to play for, he should be thinking, okay, there's three more trophies up for grabs, there's a host more goals, and a potentially Ballon d'Or glory. Whatever's happened on the international stage, if he finishes with a quadruple and 35 goals for the season, it's a no. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. in terms of timing of the mural, I think it's really good timing. And in terms of us as supporters, this would be really good time to get behind him. Yeah, no, I completely agree on that. It's, yeah, um, I mean, last time, of course, he'd been away for like six weeks, hadn't he? That's quite a, you know, to come back, the culture change and, was quite a lot. And the amount of football that he's played yeah. as well. It's actually a really interesting point on how the players have performed and international duty. We're going to do that um, after the break. We've got a couple of comments. I want to get through. Uh, Connor, who's been a member for 21 months as a first team here on YouTube, says, Hey, I made it. Connor from Discord, great group. Uh, thanks so much, Connor. Yeah, our club legend Discord is a very good group indeed. Uh, Andy uh, App says, Feeling ready for the final sprint to the finish line, not worried for the weekend at all. Hodgson could never get a point at Anfield. Oh, I wish you hadn't said that. Oh, 
Go ahead. Um, and Stephen Mackey says, it's going to be a mad couple of months. Put this toward the Uber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone who watched the overlap? Um, that, yeah. yeah. We suggested that Liverpool can get around not having any trains on FA Cup semi-final weekend by simply getting an Uber. Um God, gotta love Sophie. Uh, yeah, dynamite insight. Um, right, yes, we're gonna take a very short break. Uh, our sponsor this week uh, is Ultimate Fan Stee. Gathered up my reins to take charge of my team for better than for worse. Uh, is how we got on with that. Hendo, 10 Years of Red, a premium three-part series documenting the rise of Liverpool's iconic skipper through his decade at Liverpool Football Club, as told by the men who helped him along his way. Jürgen Klopp, Kenny Dalglish, Steven Gerrard, Jamie Carragher and more. Hendo, 10 Years of Red, all episodes streamed now on Redmen Plus. Head to the RedmenTV.com right now, sign up and watch. I forgot to ask the trivia question before we left, uh, so I will ask it now. Uh, when was the last time Liverpool lost to a Roy Hodgson side? Um, and I want to I want to talk through what, what what who scored the goal and uh, what was what the eleven was. Any idea? Was it Fulham era? It was not Fulham yeah, era. Must be a Palace team then. The year was twenty twelve. Ooh. The team he was managing was West Bromwich Albion, and they beat us one nil at Anfield with the goal from Peter Odenwingi. Peter Odenwingi, he's still outside someone's training ground, I think, isn't he? <laughs> he's still circling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cost of fuel, he's probably just parked up now. Yeah, to be fair, you get an Uber now. <laughs> but that team was Matt Pepe, Reina, Glenn Johnson, Jose Enrique, Dan Agger, Martin Skirtle, Maxi Rodriguez, Jordan Henderson, Jay Spearing, Luis Suarez, Andy Carroll, and Dirk Kout. Chatter to about half of them over the last weekend, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, mad, very mad indeed. Yeah, Kenny Dalglish, of course, in the Liverpool hot seat for that one. Um, yeah, we've he's managed against us 17 times in total. Blackburn, Fulham, West Brom, and Palace. And obviously, his last re- recent results with Crystal Palace, the last three back in June 2020, we beat them 4 0, we beat them 7 0 mm-hmm. in December 2020, and then beat them 2 0 last game of last season, yeah. of course, in front of 10k. They were fed up with them by then, though, weren't they, Palace? Yeah, and all the players would roll out of contract as well by yeah, that, by that point as well. Um, right, Sam, let's um, let's start talking about what Liverpool are likely to do for this game. We'll start with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, Dan, he could be back. No real concrete news on that. You know, it's you were talking to me before, like James Pearce is saying that they, they think he, he's maybe doing an individual training mm-hmm. routine or whatever. I heard he was back in at the start of the week, mm-hmm. but no, it wasn't like... He's back in and he's he's ready. He's ready. I, if our conspiracy theories are true, he'll be fine yeah. for the weekend. But I do wonder if if he has had a little bit of something. Is there any need to push him? No, for Watford. No, not for me. Um, I think we're all like say on that sort of bandwagon immediately. They have to say, oh, this is quite convenient. International break coming up, and you've got a slight hamstring pull. Um, for me, I still think there probably was something there, and I think it was wise not to send him away if yeah. there was. Um, obviously, from sort of a solely selfish perspective. Um, but for me, I wouldn't be getting him anywhere near this game. I think with, with what's to come, you know, we can't rest anyone particularly, but this isn't necessarily a rest. This is just precautionary. Yeah. So, like I say, for me, with the options we've got, the opposition in hand, no, don't don't put him near it. Trent's going to play every game. 
for the for the rest of the season, really, isn't he? That Absolutely. we've seen this before, and Robbo will probably you look be at, the same. You look at the amount of assists he has. Yeah. We function much better with him in the side. Yeah. If we need, I mean, the fact is against Watford, if they if they do go all Roy Hudson and just defend, you actually need Trent on the pitch. Yeah. But I agree. I think it would be a bit folly with all the games coming mm. up. To mess with him, I, you know, I'd certainly believe in him till the midweek at least. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I agree, Dan. Is that there was clearly something because actually, as much as we we always oh, it's an old Alex Ferguson trick and all yeah, that, yeah. do do get checked? You know what I mean? He will have had he will have had something. Mm. Now Liverpool, I I believe probably will have gone. You're right; it's precautionary. Yeah. He probably could go because he's been in Dubai. He's been training, hasn't he? You yeah. know, he's been. It's not like he's been immobile for two weeks. He's been. He's been active mm-hmm. in that time, maintaining his, his fitness levels, generally speaking. But I. That's where it kind of falls down for me. This is even if he's been in training all all week. Um, I, I, this is it's just for me. It's the last game where you can almost get away with not playing him. And Gomez is another game where he could probably do with a few more minutes. So I would, I'm just not against the idea of Joe Gomez no. playing this game. And I actually think Joe Gomez has done himself a favour with his performance against Forrest. I yes. thought it was really good. I think that's the best performance of the season, by the way. And it was obviously at right back as well. So I think that's kind of solved another conundrum there because if we had major issues at right back without Trent, you might be all thinking that we need we just need to play him because as you say, he's so important. But with Gomez's performance and... And with the opposition, with all due respect, you can probably say, you just wait a few more days. Well, I, I was on Press Box on LFC TV this week and there was a segment on this of like, what do you do without Trent? And I think the simple answer is Gomez, isn't it, Dad? But I, in this, I think it's a bit of a free hit. I think Gomez, I, I kind of equate it to whenever you had to get called in to cover someone's shift for a couple of hours in work and you always had the best time because it wasn't your job. It was just, you know, you had to be a bit more free with it. Gomez has felt like that at right back. He's, he'll do the defensive stuff solid and he's actually having a fun attacking. But... If Trent is out for a longer spell, I don't think Liverpool would want to go in against Benfica, Man City, potentially Bayern or Chelsea down the line with Gomez as the right back. They might have to think a bit more creatively. Yeah, I think that, I think the the opposite could be true. I mean, Trent play against Watford and use his talent to to create chances and crossing the ball and Gomez to be there to defend against teams like Benfica at home yeah. and City, I mean, who are very, very good going forward. He's a better defender than Trent, mm-hmm. you know. So there's an argument that Trent, you know, not having Trent for those games would be fine. But I'm like you and all the other Liverpool fans. You want Trent in your side every yeah. time you've got a chance. Yeah, well, we've changed the, 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 the Trent Gomez Battle for that position ended a long yeah, That was time true a while ago, ago wasn't it? Yeah. Like we see every time we went to Old Trafford, it was never Trent, was it? No matter how well Trent was playing in other games, as soon yeah, as he got so to Old Trafford, it was, it was Gomez. Gomez. But now I think we've kind of put a pin in that. Yeah, and it's true because it, again, it's a point I made on the on that show. But like, you used to pick Gomez in the big games because you wanted someone to be a bit more defensive resolute. But that was when we were on the climb. Yeah. The, the, the fast becomes a point with great players where you. There's no game that isn't suited towards them, you know, and that's the point of trends. It was like, well, what games do you want for? Well, you want him for the games where you know you, you're gonna ha- you're gonna dominate the ball and you're looking to break a team down. But all of a sudden, you, you, Man City's like, well, you want your best creative player. You want, you, he, he creates goals, so you want your best goal scoring creators on the pitch. And mm-hmm. then that, all of a sudden, there's, there's no game where Trent isn't your best option. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's not an issue, but I do wonder whether there's something that we I say about getting creative. 
We've not really talked about Milner as the potential for there. I wouldn't necessarily, no one would be thrilled with the idea of Milner at fullback, but it's whether we want to, hopefully we'll never need to replicate as much of what Trent does, but I wonder whether that would be a consideration so at some Watford, point. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he was on the bench, Trent, and if with half an hour to go, 20 minutes, you're still struggling to get a goal yeah. and get him on the pitch. Depends where he's at with his fitness, right? Because I don't think we'd want to drop him in cold. You know, he doesn't like dropping players in cold, does he? Yeah. And that's the thing. Well, Trent... He's gonna play, he's, he's gonna have to play every every game. That's kind of where we've left yeah, ourselves. Like, from, like, from midweek, he's he'll, playing every and Sa- game. like Salah's the same. But he, they, they, those are the lads who get their rest in thirty minute chunks. Yeah, you know. So Benfica, he'll get if he's there, he'll come off for twenty minutes to go, and they'll bring Gomez on because you can because mm-hmm. you can bring Gomez on to shore things up, and that's why our, our Trent gets protected. Um, this is Anfield, an interesting piece actually um, on how many minutes the Liverpool players are on international duty had played, and I was gonna I just wanted to check it hasn't been written by you before I started there, <laughs> but it was written by the by, by Joanna Dirkness, who's obviously boss. Um, total fifteen Liverpool players were out on international duty. Divock Origi played twelve minutes. Andy Robbo played just fifty eight, which is sensational news. Yeah, um, Jordan got ninety. Harvey Elliott got ninety for the under twenty ones. Fabinho ninety eight minutes. Taki Minamino one hundred and thirteen. Curtis Jones one hundred and eighteen. They're both really good news for me. The fact that both of those got a good amount of footy because neither of them is going to play a lot of football for us. And there's a real fear of if you need to break glass and use them, I don't want them too underused. Mm -hmm. Jota playing one hundred and forty eight is not particularly good news. Diaz the same 174 we've overlooked Diaz because he's new to us but like in terms of minutes played this season he's pro- I think he's in like our top five because Porto played him absolutely yeah, yeah. every absolutely. single week as he would so we do need to be careful on that Costas 180 I'm cool with that Virgil playing 180 that's a yeah Okay, yeah. uh, Kelleher fine, same. Allison again, uh, underneath the same because Edison was injured, wasn't he? So we mm-hmm. missed out. And this is where we started. This is which is kind of where it's a bit of a loaded question. Salad and Mane, two hundred and ten minutes each. I, I would be looking to keep at least one of them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, maybe it's maybe when we, we did this with Mane when he come come back from Afcon. Yeah, um, we've got to be careful with that. Uh, and, and probably actually particularly when we've been talking about giving him this psychological boost I don't know h- how you manage that with also making sure his legs don't fall off at the he, final run of the season yeah his legs falling off would be far from ideal um, <laughs> but I just think Jiggy is left yeah, yeah, yeah. that one in particular yeah I struggle to see how we can hold him back and I think Jurgen Klopp's almost got that dilemma you see him talk about Salah sometimes particularly after an international break and he doesn't go as far as saying it but you almost feel like he wants to say I can't stop him playing yeah like Obviously, they have all the fitness guys, and there will come a point. You see him taking off every now and then, like half an hour to go, like you mentioned, and you yeah. know that's going to be the one. Yeah, he's going to be the one to tell Mo that he exactly. Out, yeah. And I think that's very similar in the Bills to a game like this because Salah is clearly chomping at the bit to get back playing again. He's been hurt again, so I think we'll see exactly the same as what we've seen after Afcon in terms of Manny's the one who's held back. You celebrate what you've done, you enjoy that moment. Salah's back in Liverpool already, desperate to play again, desperate to right some wrongs, if you like. Um, and in the same breath, just say Diaz also missed out on the World Cup, didn't he, this week? So he might come back with another point to prove. So if he can go up a level, then Jesus. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting isn't it? because undoubtedly the sports scientists play a big part yeah. in yeah. who gets selected these days. But 
if Klopp knows that Mo is chomping at the bit, mm. but the sports scientists are saying, well, well, hang on a minute, that's a real... I'd love to be, you know, yeah. fly on the wall to, yeah. to listen to I that. I think the manager decision. wins, doesn't he, in that Well, situation. I think so, but you know, it's interesting, isn't it? You yeah, know? 100%. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It, it, it's it's a, it's the major dilemma between now and the end of the season of you're trying to, you're trying to spin your plates, you're trying to say, we've got this squad and you're all great and you're all brilliant and then there's Mo's that you're like half, a, you know, just ruined and they go, nope, well, Mo's gonna go. Mo's gonna continue to go again, and mm. I, I do wonder whether this is a again because you could get away with Salah on the bench here. I think you know, and uh, half an hour. You know what I mean? Bring sixty mm. minutes. Here you come. Gets the standing ovation when he comes on the pitch. I don't know. It's it's what it's yeah. I always worry about the worst case scenario when I probably shouldn't because world class footballers just. Deal yeah, with and he's a freak. Them. He's yeah. a freak. And his record against Watford, I don't know off the top of my head, is is outstanding. So I do wonder, and I do believe that Salah will have come back again yesterday and said, "No, I'm going. I'm going. You put me in that team." I can't, Saturday, I can't going. imagine him not playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. It, I think an ideal scenario would be what you suggest in terms of fitness, because you're right. We're going to ask him to go to the well time and time again. Yeah. But for me, I just don't foresee him getting any sort of rest on Saturday. I think his rest will come further down this line, potentially in Benfica, or if another game's won, if another game just so happens to be won, then he comes off. Yeah, and that's going to yeah. be it. The, that, the, the fact that in Europe you've got the five subs, the fact that in the FA Cup you've got five subs as well, and they might just think, again, as we said with Trent, we can give Mo half here, half an hour here, 15 minutes, and just accrue his rest yeah. um, somehow along the way. But look, we're in a situation now where Diaz is fit, Bobby's fit, Mane's fit, Salah's fit, Jota's fit, Origi's fit, Minamino's fit. Um, it again. I don't think I don't quite know how he's going to approach this because I can I can sell the story from both ends and I can look at it and say, what for the what for the crap? So no no, but you know you can. But yeah, you, yeah, you, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm spinning narratives here. Um, <laughs> So you go out, you can rotate for this one because you're just easing your side back into it. I don't think you put your best 11 out on the pitch. But the flip of this is he might want to send a message clock back from the international break. No one's no one's taking their eye off anything. Well, you know, mm. let, let's, if you look at it, if we win, we go top of the table for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah. City play later with the pressure of knowing that if they don't win at Burnley, I mean, normally they 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 struggle against Burnley and then win 5-0, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, you know, the, the pressure of knowing that they've got to win or else suddenly the title's out of their hands and the game at the Etihad when it comes next week mm. will actually no longer be a game where they can win and just end the t- competition. Yeah. I mean, so beating Watford is absolutely crucial. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the energy that you'd expend for no net gain. Mm. Against Burnley is the, is the good thing. So even if they batter them, it's they're still going to have to. You still got ninety minutes of having to go shoulder to shoulder, and every Burnley shit house tackle, and you know, and and, and prod and like off the off the ball and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Thinking, well, what am I doing this for? You know, oh, for, for what? And this is how we. I always feel like we get in Man City's heads is that they blow teams away all season long, and then Liverpool they don't, they never gain any ground on Liverpool, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, what's the point? We can win five 0 but it doesn't change our circumstances any, no. and it's just that like second guessing yourself that can yeah. sometimes cause a stumble or trip. I don't think there's any chance they don't they, they do anything other than take three points at Burnley, but. And, and I'm, this is not like, oh, I hope for injuries, I don't. But I just want, I want a nice energy sapping. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to trade I'm, I'm, in this yeah, this, pre, this this unseasonably warm weather that we had for the week lead up. If, it, if it's going to be horrible and boggy and yeah, rainy and windy. Yeah, we had a storm, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. In terms of the City point, just to say, all I ask for sometimes when teams play against City is to give him a test. And that's why I'm delighted they got Atletico in the Champions League. Because yeah. at least we know with Simeone, it's almost like... He's like the Argentinian Sean Dyche, and he's going to use every yeah. trick in the book to make life difficult, and that's all I want sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I completely agree on that. Yeah. That's that's what you're sort of hoping for. I, I can't see. It's just mad that we do this all the time. Burnley really tough test, and you're right. City, City have just got Burnley's number the way that we. I think we've got Burnley yeah. number the, now. Um, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the 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 plus side is that Burnley are fighting for their lives yes, at the moment. 100%. They've got games in hand, but obviously you've got to win them, and that's difficult when you're down the bottom there. So that might add a little bit of freestyle to the whole thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's very possible, isn't it? And yes, certainly, certainly, we hope that that to be the case. Uh, right, we're going to talk uh, about some of the other fixtures going on at the weekend. We're going to be picking our 11s, uh, and we're taking any of your um, comments, super chats, and all that good stuff as well. Uh, when we return from the short break, on the wonderful piece of content streaming right now on Redmen Plus, uh, Steve got to speak with Phil Thompson and get some boot room stories. Bill, 
was very clear in what he was, and he had a wonderful accent, you know, trying to build us up to be a bastion of invincibility. And he could make you feel hairs on the back of your neck stood up. Bob wasn't like that. But what Shanks knew and understood about the game, Bob knew as well. But Bob couldn't converse in the same way, couldn't communicate in the same way. But he knew the game inside out. And at times, because he didn't do as much coaching, because he wasn't like that, but Joe and Ronnie knew exactly what Bob wanted. He knew exactly, Bob knew the type of players that he requested. You know, going from his first signings, the likes of Phil Neal and everything, Alan Kennedy, Terry McDermott coming in. He was left, Ray Kennedy, but turned Ray Kennedy, Ray Kennedy in from a forward, a centre forward to a left midfield. So what you had, had happened there, Ray is now facing the goal rather than that. Ray was particularly devastatingly quick, but it was all up here with Ray. So to move into left midfield, you were getting goals, but you were getting creativity as well. Now to do that was a piece of genius. Now that will have taken place in the boot room. It wouldn't have just been Bob. It had been Joe and Ronnie. What do you think? How are we going to do this? And some of, some of the signings, the way they worked, you know, Obviously, um, Kenny Daglish and then Graeme Sooners come along, Alan Hansen. It was just, it was sensational. Hey, yes, um, do check out Boot Room Stories, the first of a new series, uh, examining and getting some real insight into what it was like to be in and around Liverpool Football Club in that incredible, incredible uh, foundational era for the football club. So yeah, starting with Phil Tomo, who, I mean, Christ, you know, like lifted European Cups, played for England, Scouts uh, doesn't get much better than that, to be perfectly honest. So yeah, that's on Redmen Plus right now. Uh, oh, also we're putting out, actually, it's the last chance uh, we're doing the draw for this month's Club Legend competition. Steve will be doing it on the watch along uh, on Saturday. So if you want to join up and get in with a chance of winning our signed Liverpool shirt. Oof, terrible podcast content, I realise, but uh, here it is. Yes. We've got a signed Liverpool shirt signed by Roy Evans and Bruce Grobbler. Um, that if you join us a Club Legend on Redmen Plus today, you'll be in the hat. Jesus, that weighs an absolute ton. Um, that's going to cost us about 700 quid to post. Um, I didn't realise that. Maybe get some lighter frame. wall yeah. as well. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> might just, like, get, parcel force. Oh, yeah, I might get Ross to start driving shirts to people's house on, 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 uh, on, on yeah, on, on mounted. Um, yes, anyway, join us a club legend and you'll be into that competition. The new competition will start uh, from the weekend as well. Always boss prizes uh, as an extra little incentive to be a club legend. Anywho, um, our 11s, um, given that we know what the balance of play is going to be like, Dad, is this a, an opportunity for Liverpool to go a bit more gung-ho in the team selection, perhaps? I'm wondering whether this is one where you say to Fabinho, for example, you don't really, we don't really need you for this don't one. Hendo, defensive midfield player. Yeah, well, and, uh, yeah, and, and to that point, Hendo, give Hendo the six mm-hmm. and then... How brave do you want to go in your other two midfielders, really? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I, I always want to see the best team on the pitch, but I know that's probably folly at mm. this point. And also, what is the best team? Well, it's obvious. In Klopp's mind, I'm sure he thinks it's Fabinho, Henderson and Thiago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Thiago can't play every game. 
you know, you want to make sure Fabinho plays in the good games, yeah. you know, the big games that are, you know, must win. Um, and Hendo is Hendo, isn't he? But, yeah, I, I think there's definitely um, a call maybe for the like of Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, one of them to get in that midfield. Um, Fabinho, I don't know. I always like him in the side, but... Yeah, I mean, Naby, we don't really know where he's at. He was another one who withdrew from yeah. international duty because, and I think the fact that Thiago didn't go mm-hmm. probably benefits him because we always talk about this, about how and Klopp likes to play the lads that he's had. Yeah, yeah. Who, who've been there and they've had so a bit Jimmy more preparation. Miller's playing and... Um... But, it, but it wouldn't shock, but it honestly wouldn't shock you. You know, it wouldn't, on, based on that, and this is kind of why I brought up this minute, but then you've yeah. got to work this the other way around. Milner's always going to be in consideration because mm-hmm. he's there. Yeah. Thiago will be in consideration. Cater yeah. didn't go in the end. Obviously. If Cater's fine, yeah. he might be, but then that means you're playing Milner, I guess, the six, which I don't, is maybe a step too far for yeah. this one. you got Matip and Firmino. Canate, Matip. Yeah. But will he, will he break up the idea of it's basically Virgil at all times? Yeah. I don't think he will because I think he gives the opponents a bit more and cut too much encouragement in this regard. Mm-hmm. And again, that will depend if Trent's playing or not. Yeah, you know, you don't want to break up your defense too much. Do yeah. you? You want to keep it as solid as possible. Yeah, I agree on that. There's some inter- there's some really interesting decisions to be made. As I said, I think I think Thiago's probably nailed on because yeah. he's fit and he's trained mm-hmm. and he's been there. Yeah. I've seen a comment actually. If, uh, if I can ask, if I can track it down, um, suggesting that. Harvey wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind seeing Harvey Elliott in there. Yeah, it's just there's just so many options. I have no idea. Yeah, See, I mean you've got Benfica as well. Yeah, I mean that, that's a game I, I would like to see Thiago playing in, but I don't see him playing Saturday and in midweek. Well, I don't know so. because Thiago's in a different situation. We talk about the minutes a lot of our players have played over the break, and obviously you take into account travel. That has to be considered in all this as well because yeah. we're not going to get the South Americans back until probably today. You wouldn't have thought so. Mm-hmm. Allison's a different situation because he's a goalkeeper, but Fabinho is a difficult ask to get him to go at Saturday lunchtime, you would imagine. Um, But with Thiago, because he hasn't gone anywhere, he's probably had a nice little break and he's probably back up to sort of full speed now. I can see him playing quite a key goal. If he's not managed to contract COVID the game, flying around the Baltic. Yeah, that could, well, yeah, he (laughs) likes getting COVID, doesn't it, it would seem. Um, But yeah, the options are there, like I say, Firmino didn't go anywhere either. So we're actually, as much as the international break was tough on some players, it actually gave a few players a nice little vest. Yeah, no, I, I think that. I think in that regard, I think Bobby's probably nailed on for this. Yeah, because we need to kind of continue his rehabilitation a little bit, don't we? Get him some minutes he's been woefully yeah, and showed some really nice signs when he's come on recently. Yeah, and then you're looking at, I, I mean, Diaz, Salah, and Mane are all in the danger zone, yes. but also they're all incredible, incredibly fit fellas. Mm-hmm. That you know, again, it might be a resting rotation kind of thing for them. I don't know whether he goes again. I just uh, if this was October, I don't. I think he he probably plays like Tachi, or he maybe put does Chukarigi in yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's too, I think it's too important to send a message here, and just the idea of just making you light work of what you can always mix and match them throughout the game, can't you? Yeah. If you want to play all five of them, just give them different yeah. amounts of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I've gone Salah, Firmino, and Diaz okay. as the front three. Yeah, personally, um, I think both Salah and Diaz will be back in time, and they'll be like I said earlier, sort of 
desperate to get back playing just to sort of put what's gone gone on in the week behind him and yeah. just prove a point on the football field again for me no for what we just spoke about hasn't been anywhere midfield I think Hendo at six is probably the shout because yeah. even though he played a fair bit for England it's all been at pretty much been at Wembley hasn't it so his travel's not a yeah, factor yeah, yeah. he played the first game as well didn't he so he's had a big a break since yeah. and then like I say for me it'd be Thiago and Cater if Cater's okay yeah oh that'd yeah. be nice yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's an encouraging it's encouraging thing and as I think it's fortunate Kirk got some good minutes because I, I, I it, might, it might surprise me but I, I feel like we're going to start to narrow down the pool of players yes. that were, certainly that start games you know there's nothing to say that you don't see particularly in Europe if we go a bit you know particularly this Benfica game you might see Kirk might come off the bench mm-hmm. or you might see him in the second leg or whatever but I do wonder whether I don't know how much of Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott will see for the rest of the season because it, we're getting to crunch. Crunch down. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah, it, yeah. It, exactly. I, and they've I been think, most often the last probably themselves. see yeah. Curtis coming on quite a lot. Mm. You know, late in games, I think you'll see him getting we've, 20 minutes. We've done this. We've done this a lot on build-up shows of late. We haven't mentioned Oxlade-Chamberlain. Yeah. No, it's standard, isn't it? Yeah, because <laughs> this could be one. This could be another one. If Curtis not quite, not quite 100%, I wouldn't be against Henderson, Thiago, Oxley, Chamberlain as a midfield for no, this one. No, no. And then, because again, he, I think, I think Ox, Curtis, and Harvey are. You'd almost rotate one of one mm. of those threes. Only one of the three is going to make the bench any given week. Yeah. Um, what what Ox does offer if for this game, if Trent doesn't play like we expect, is that driving force from the right hand side, which Trent offers so yeah. well. Yeah. And Oxley Chamberlain, like Gomez, for as good as he is defensively, his delivery isn't perfect from my right oh, yeah. Let's be honest. Whereas Ox's delivery, I think we've seen in the Brighton game against, uh, well, at home at Anfield earlier this season, he whipped that ball in for Mane for I think it was the first goal. So he has got that quality from that side. So playing him in this game would make a lot of sense. However, on the flip side of that, I think the fact we haven't mentioned him and continue to not mention him is quite a damning indictment of where he is. It's a shame though, isn't it? Because I, I don't know whether this is just... Yeah, I mean, you get we get sweet on players, don't we? And then we forget about them. But Oxley Chamberlain's contribution to the season has been really good. Yeah, a good January, you know, didn't he? Yeah, well, Dece- December, leading up to December, he found his way into the team, he was performing. And you're right, he, he, he started, one of the reasons he started, we survived January. Yeah. He started to stop playing too too hard. You know, for me, he was always trying too hard, trying yeah. to prove that he was back to where he was. Yeah. And when he sort of relaxed a bit more, you saw the real Oxley chamberlain yeah. the guy who can find the right spaces, the guy who's got pace, can beat people and shoot. Yeah. yeah. You know, do him good to score a couple of goals, I think, as well. 11, 12, 13, 13th most minutes. There we go. Sorry, I was hoping some of keep talking. I'm like, I can't quite. I'm a little hungover today. I'm a little hungover today. It was hard work and it should have been. But in terms of minutes played, yeah, you know, he's played more minutes than than for me, you know, Shimakas, Thiago, Keita, Curtis, yeah. Milner, Tachi. Um, it's been a strange Gomez. season for him, hasn't it? It's yeah. been a strange. Like you say, I think sometimes when he kind of gets dropped into the side, even off the bench, he does try so hard. And I think that's been to his detriment actually quite a lot because. What he does really well is he drives past players and he makes things happen in a forward sense and he's quite dynamic and he's very good from distance. But when it's not really clicking, that can almost look really bad yeah. because he's trying to make everything happen in almost a split second and his decisions are off and his quality is off and he looks like the worst player on the pitch all of a sudden. This is very... We do, we, I found this. The rule of thumb with Oxley chamberlain is we, we, we go, oh God, we haven't talked about Oxley chamberlain And then we go, here's the problem with Oxley chamberlain And then Oxley chamberlain plays and plays really well. Yeah. And, and normally, normally immediately following us, writing his chances off. He's 
for me, if we're going back to this conversation about who's been who's been there and who's been available, I don't see how you can not play him in this game yeah. really. Uh, with the with the obvious exception being Kate, that if he if he's been at, at, at the AXA and he's been training and he's fully available, but I do think that he likes him as the Thiago understudy mm-hmm. or or rotational player. Yeah. So like it could be that Thiago plays this, Kate maybe comes on toward the end for him, and then you maybe see Kate and Benfica play on the left rather than anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's I mean, the thing about Oxes. And the reason probably he's got so many minutes is he he plays him in two or three different positions, yes. and I don't think that helps him yeah, any. No, I you know. Yeah, I think he's done a he did a sterling job on that on in that front three in, mm. in January, but he was just starting to find his form midfield as well. So I did feel a bit sorry for him, but the fact that he didn't it didn't knock him, the fact that he was able to contribute as well, and you just feel again it's again it's. The meritocracy. You, you you wonder what happens. What what is the decision making process? And and I think I don't think we've got any lads who don't pull their weight. By the way, but that's where Liverpool are at. And I don't think again, it's not it's not something Klopp's ever particularly comfortable with. But there's we've got too many players, so someone's got to miss out. And it's almost like you're rotating your best lads mm-hmm. to stop them from getting injured. But then you're rotating your bottom end lads just to make sure they don't become totally disheartened with the yeah. whole experience. You know, the idea of not being on the bench two or three games on the bounce must be very difficult. Yeah. Happened to, to Curtis Jones. Yeah, exactly. Happened to yeah. Curtis Jones. And then all of a sudden, I think he started the game having sort of been in the wilderness for once of a better phase. Um, he started like the next game having not been in the squad twice on the run. You thought he's clearly done that for sort of morale boost yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but stopping short with Oxley Chamberlain, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the side Saturday, but I would be massively surprised. Yeah, admit. yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, anyone? Go on, give us your give us your eleven then, Dan. How you f- yeah. So now we've sort of beat around it. For me, Ali's in goal. Obviously, Joe Gomez at right back. Um, Matip and Van Dijk. I think that's a no-brainer. Robertson, because thankfully he didn't play as many minutes as he probably would have done in normal circumstances. Um, Hendo in the six. We mentioned the travel situation. Uh, Thiago and Keita, if Keita's okay. If Keita's not okay, I think I would be going for Harvey Elliott um, in there. And then Salah, Firmino and Diaz. Okay, sounds... Any takers on that, Dan? Um, I think Mane will play. Um... How many minutes he gets, I don't know, but I think Mane will play with Bobby and and, and Salah. Um, and I'm just talking now. I'm I'm, I'm beginning to warm to Ox playing. Yeah, <laughs> I was as well. I must admit, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Um, any thoughts to Canate start on this one? No. <laughs> there you go. Fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Yep. Keep him in reserve for, uh, for for going up against Darwin Nunes in the week. Um, Again, I think, you know, if you're playing Gomez at right back, you know, why break up the defence a bit more? You know, Matip is settled in there next to uh, Van Dijk, isn't he? So. Yeah. Let's have a look at the fixtures then this weekend. Uh, Liverpool, as we know, 12.30 kickoff on Saturday, Brighton Norwich. Burnley uh, City is the 3pm kickoff on the Saturday, so not too long to wait for them. And it's whether Pep's able to, like, I guess, keep them away from it. Mm. Uh, yeah, interesting one. Well, Burnley fans will tell them they're not on the top of the league anymore, will they? Oh, yeah, they will. I can hear the chant now. <laughs> uh, Chelsea host Brentford, Leeds host Southampton, uh, Villa travel to Wolves. Man United, Leicester is the mm. half five on the Saturday. West Ham, Everton, the David Moyes derby. Oof. 
um, Moisey in tears, doing like the Shawn Michaels style super kick to Ric Flair and saying, I'm sorry, I love you, as, they, as he kicks <laughs> Everton down into the championship. Um, Tottenham, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Arsenal as well, round that out. And then the mid, we just ahead to the midweek, because obviously we, we'll be doing the Champions League stuff, but Burnley, Everton. Wednesday is the the absolute relegation decider for me between them two teams. That's massive, isn't it? Do not do not like that. If I was, or would not like that if I was a blue. I should say, Jesus Christ, they they're in big trouble if they lose that, aren't they? Big big trouble, Christ. It's just a question of you know, can you be any better than the worst team around? Because Leeds are really really playing badly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you, you can be really bad and still not go down at the moment. Yeah, this year one hundred percent. The points total to stay up this year is going to be through the floor. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Well, that, that was it. We were joking about this the other day about like you know the historic you need forty points to stay up. Everton yeah. are on twenty five. Oh my god! Like they've got a, they've got eleven games left to play. And they, you know, what could keep them up like 33, 34, maybe could I, potentially. It's, yeah, could yeah. keep them up. It's, yeah. They're that bad down there. They're that poor down there, some of the sides. 34 potentially could see them stay up. I mean, Burnley have been, I've turned the corner a little bit and they do have games in hand. Um, normally, the games in hand are useless when you're down there, but if you, if you get a little bit of form the, and momentum. The fact that Everton and, and Burnley both play 27 around Watford's 29. Is it's literally those? It's the fact that the game hands against each other. Having a bit of this, it's been it's being undersold at the moment. But the top four race is a bit like this as well. Everyone going, oh, Arsenal are sound, mm. but they've got they've got a Spurs game to fit in somewhere, yeah. which could end up being absolutely pivotal. Maybe not in and of itself, but when you look back at the end of the season, it's yeah. all. It's I think all it's the penultimate game of the season. That I think they've squeezed it in, in that midweek in the penultimate game. Yeah, so that could be huge. Absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. Right, let's have a um, score prediction, Tad. What do you think? I'm going to be optimistic and say 3 0. Okay, I'm going to say 4 0 with that early goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, I often play these out of what's the, what's the most psychologically damaging result for Manchester City? <laughs> and it's like Liverpool just cruising to a don't break a sweat 3 0, mm-hmm. where you score in the first half, you score early in the second, and then someone comes off the bench to, to wrap it up and you go home really happy. But there is that one where maybe Watford go one up early, and so that before they get to before they're totally focused on their game, yeah. and like oh, Bernardo Silva's buzzing down the coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then they come in at half time nil nil against Burnley, and they find that Liverpool won four one. Yeah, and they're like, oh god, we really need to turn this on here. Um, so yeah, which, whichever whichever that is, I'll take whatever result that, that we will never know. Of course, uh, what hurts Man City's heads the most. Um, Lachil sent a super chat in. This season in one word, yellow, very, very yellow. Definitely not seen enough of that accrue kit. Amazing away days this season. Yeah, we do need to have some more accrue away days, don't we? And if you like accrue, then check out Jay Pearson's incredible accrue story documentary. Uh, streaming right now on Redman Plus. Uh, the feedback on it has been sensational. Uh, a wonderful niche piece of uplifting retro content uh, for your eyes and ears um, to keep yourself on, a, on an even keel as we face a very stressful, <laughs> probably, a uh, few weeks. Uh, so yeah, check that out. And of course, the boot room stories as well um, yeah yeah can cross press conference I think it's Friday after the fact that'll be available on our YouTube channel and on podcasting services as well so if you want to catch up with what the gaffers had to say about this one then you can get that on Redmen as well uh, right thank you gents it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for joining us the footy is back uh, enjoy every single aspect of it because 
there will just never be another time like this, I guess. Uh, and even if it is ultra stressful, hopefully it's something we can all gather ourselves together. We can lift the mood and drag Liverpool uh, and their broken bodies across each one of these upcoming 90 minutes to glory at the end. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. Tada.